This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The Trigger! It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it going to be there? Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name is Dan Forge, and joining me this evening is an old pal of mine, formerly known as the voice of the West Country, probably still is for the next 20 minutes. It's Mr. Dan Waters. He's joining me on. Hello from the yes, welcome to Hello from the Other Side. I've got Dan Waters with me. How's it going, Dan? You all right, pal? I'm pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, well, uh, just just for some of you who might hear any kind of delay or lag, it's because Dan is joining us from uh, from Canada, which makes him uh, Canada's most famous living Bristolian. I, I, have you met anybody from Bristol? Have you been there? I haven't. I haven't. I did meet a man in Niagara Falls. I said, "Oh, you're you're from England," and I said, "Yeah." He said, "You where are you from?" I said, "Where I'm from," and he said, "Oh, do you support Bristol City?" I'm like, "Yes, I do. Yes, I do." <laughs> and he he knew him from FIFA. That was oh, right. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's weird what sort of team you pick up that you know that you know random amounts of because of footy manager and FIFA and, and games like that, innit? Yeah, yeah. People yeah. people like if they play FIFA, they know the teams. Anything beyond the team name, no idea. <laughs> uh now for regular viewers of the show, you will notice that I've had quite a drastic haircut today. Uh now, Dan, you'll you'll appreciate this, uh being a bit of a cinephile yourself. Uh later on this evening, I'm doing my other show, uh, the Be More Super one, and we're interviewing J- Jamie from uh, Jamie Lang, like Jamie Lee. Shit, I should learn that, shouldn't I? From uh from the C- the person we're interviewing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in it from uh, from Sin City, and she's got she's got quite a decent a decent career behind her. And I thought this will make her laugh, so I thought what I'll do. I'm in I'm in the I'm in the mood for a haircut. I'll get one done. And the most recent movie she's been in is one with uh, what's she's called Crossbones, uh, Frank Grillo uh, in, in oh, Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went into the hairdressers today with a picture of Frank Grillo. And this is what I've come out with. I now look like you know look like a <laughs> like a nutcase Jim Carrey right now. Look at that. That is. A lot going on there, isn't there? There's a lot happening. It's cool. I, I noticed. It's quite the fade. Mm. It's quite the fade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what I've noticed is that I thought, I don't look like Frank Grillo when I came out of the hairdressers. And that's because I realised very quickly that, like I said, I don't look like Frank Grillo. <laughs> um, so, yeah. you know. 
that's uh, that's where we are. Now, listen, we're here to talk about the upcoming upcoming nuptials between Bristol City and Sheffield Wednesday, uh, where we try and catch up with uh, somebody from the other side, ergo the title. Um, Dan, uh, you know, it's been a few months since last time we spoke. I mean, what, uh, what sort of season has it been? I mean, what's your expectations? And, and, you know, have you been, you know, have you been living up to those in your, in your head? Ultimately, I think we're in a very similar situation we were to the last time I was on the show. Um, mm. I don't, I think we're meeting expectations. I don't think we're exceeding them. We are the most bipolar team you know, we're, we'll beat Southampton and then lose to QPR. It's, yep. that's, that's the kind of season that we're having where you can't call our results. Um, the football isn't the most inspired right now, but I do think, you know, with Liam Manning being being as new as he is, it takes time. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I think ultimately we're doing about what we should be doing. There's um, There's been like, you're right, like Southampton can't win every game. Ergo, QPR can't lose every game, and you guys right. seem to have been involved in in everything that's happened there. I mean, but we, we've also seen some young managers who have been given high profile jobs in the Championship, such as you know, like they did at Millwall, like they did at Birmingham, mm-hmm. and they they've both not been very very good experiments. I mean, how would you feel that yours has gone? I, I think pretty well. I feel really positively. Um, I will admit to not being the biggest fan of Nigel Pearson and finding mm-hmm. his. Certain his public methods, at least, a bit outdated. Like I, I can't mm. speak to what happens on the training ground or anything like. That, obviously, but um, publicly, I felt he was a bit abrupt at times. Where he could have been, uh, he could he could have taken a bit more of the responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. Nigel so Pearson, sorry, Dan, but Nigel right. Pearson to me is an absolute enigma, right? Because he comes across as this guy who is essentially like that version of himself on the podcast Atletico Mint, right? Then we're who wants to fight type of bloke, and then he, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, he's quite curt with everybody. But then when you read his his posts on the artist formerly known as Twitter, they're really well spoken, they're really polite, right. and you're like, who's this guy? Who's who's writing right. them for him? And he's he seems to be like politically quite aligned with myself, not, mm-hmm. you know, he's not this kind of, you know, Northern right winger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He seems, he like you say, he's very well-spoken. And then he says stupid things like calling a journalist an ostrich and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, so I'm not, I'm not <laughs> devastated that we moved on from him. I felt that mm-hmm. um, it was the cold personality with the fans was really, really strange. It, it really felt like certain City fans had moved on to being fans of Nigel Pearson because they thought he's a bloke. He's a bloke's mm. bloke. Yeah, I don't bloke. care about. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Like, all right, put fucking Zach Dingle in charge then. Who cares? <laughs> like, what I care about is what, like, the progression of the club and having a real plan. And so, yeah, I'm not surprised that he we moved on from him. Um, Liam Manning. It's really strange to have a, a manager who's basically the same age as I am. That's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. first. Um, but he, again, he he talks well. I feel like he he has a, a distinct way of playing, a, a distinct plan. Um, and yeah, I, I feel positive. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes it, it it can it can backfire having one of these young fan, fancy bastard managers. Uh, and like like you say, I've just realised that today, just after you said that, I'm nine years older than than our gaffer. So. That genuinely makes right. me feel a million years old. Um, right. In my head, I'm, I'm still the guy that had to change my date of birth when I had added myself a player on Championship Manager 97. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? 
so let's yeah let's let's get into the uh, let's get into the team then. So um, this is your team against um, against QPR. That was your last run out, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, mm-hmm. Are we going to see many changes? Because obviously QPR fighting for the life. I mean, all right, credit where it's due. Elias Chair is a very good player, and mm-hmm. you know if if there's any of these sides such as the bottom half of the table and the bottom end of the championship are going to concede. It's going to be against QPR. It's going to be chair. That's going to be the architect of it somewhere. Do you feel like it was just a bad day at the office as well? Or do you feel like, you know, there might be some wholesale changes? Um, I would be very shocked if there were wholesale changes. I don't think Mm -hmm. Liam Manning is that kind of reactive head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I think it was, it was a poor day at the office. And I think the way we're playing football right now, um, it is fairly uninspired. You can see that, that we are pulling in a direction, but right now it is the, the, the football is relatively bland. I think, and with with that style of football, you're just as likely to beat Southampton as you are to lose to QPR. I think that's ultimately <laughs> that's that's the, the the identity of the of the team right now. That's where we are. So yeah, yeah. I'm very shocked if he reacts in a way. You know, there's not going to be five or six changes. Um, Sam Bell's out for the season. That was announced. Yeah, I was, today, I, was, so. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that. How much of a, a, a loss will that be? Is, is that all your goal credibility gone, or do you feel like you know you've you've got enough depth to to cover his position? I think it's it's difficult to say. I think um, I think we've we've got enough. Um, Sam Bell is he's a young man who, you know, he's he's the son of a, a city legend. So Mickey Bell mm-hmm. played left back for us for seven or eight years, um, was really, really well thought of by the, the club. So I feel like he's at a bit of a disadvantage there to start with, to you know live up to his dad's name. He isn't mm-hmm. the most productive player in terms of goals and assists. He's a great outlet um, on the break. So mm-hmm. we will definitely miss that. The The young lad that we've got, we got on loan on uh, deadline day, will probably slot into that. Um, into that goal, who I, I know very little about, but it's apparently rapid. So, that's nice. Um, in terms of our goal threat, I don't think it's going to have much of a difference, to be honest. <laughs> we have basically zero. Um, and that was my biggest disappointment from from January, that we didn't address that we don't put the ball in the back of the net as, as well, often as we should. There's a, it's, it's a weird one with Bristol City because, like like you say, you've, you've taken points off Middlesbrough. Who, who are not e- not easy in the, this level? They're an established championship team, and I think it was Knight and James scored that day. And then you've got, mm-hmm. um, and then you beat Southampton, who were on an absolute mega streak. Yeah. But it, it's not like you've smashed them in one convincing. I mean, what was it? Was it one nil against Southampton and two one Middlesbrough? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it was two one or three one. I can't remember. But yeah, but like, like they they were de- they were decent wins without being mm-hmm. comprehensive. Yeah, but but that says a lot for your defence, right? I mean, surely they they've had to put oh. a shift in because Southampton are phenomenal going forward. Yeah, I think I, like our defence, Rob Dickey in particular, has been a real real highlight. I think mm-hmm. we've looked even more solid since McCrory came in, which is no disrespect to um, George Tanner, who looked solid himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden Roberts, I wouldn't. I'm not sure if Cam Pring is um, is still missing, but. I wouldn't expect him to start if Campring is available. Um, but defensively, I, f- I feel really positively about where we're at. We've got um, mm-hmm. we've got players who can come in as well, who are really good replacements. So we've got good depth there. Um, it is just putting the ball in the back of the net. And but historically, 
That's ever, I've been a Bristol City fan since 1996, and I think I'm right in saying in that time we've had five 20 league um, goal scorers, which is what 28 years. That's like, interesting that's not, because it's not enough. Because if, if I mean, you know, my knowledge of Bristol City over the years comes from yourself, right? Given how long we've known each other, but there's yeah. a but I, if I look back at because there's a weird bit with Bristol City, because, you know, since, since you moved away, I, I know very little about him nowadays. But before that, you had Jeju mm-hmm. that was scoring goals. You, before that, Bobby Reed. Before that, Nicky Maynard. I'd even argue Lee Trundle, by, you know, I, I don't know if he was a goal scorer or a million-pound flop. You know what I mean? But there are uh, Tammy yeah. Abraham in, in the mix of there as well. You, you've had these players that seem to make a name for themselves and then and then move on. Right. And that, I think that's part of it. These These guys who've scored... You know, going back to even Leroy Lita. Leroy mm-hmm. Lita had, a, I think he scored 24 league goals and then gets snapped up by Reading and goes on, tears up yeah. the championship and ends up a Premier League player. Tenry mm-hmm. Abraham on loan. Our last, uh, Vyman got 22 a couple of years ago from the wing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you would count him as a 20-goal scorer, but he's not playing up front. Yeah, so, yeah. like, to have, I think it's five or six individuals who've got over 20 league goals. But those... Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Also, predominantly come in what is now League One, right? Uh, championship goal scorers. I think it's just Maynard, Vyman, and Abraham. So right. Jeju's best best um, season was thirteen league goals, which right. isn't enough in forty six potentially forty six games. That's not enough. Okay, okay. I I, I don't know. I, I I it must be because you're telling me about how great these people are. That's probably why I've heard about them. You know <laughs> what I mean? It, it's it's probably that because like there's a. I don't know. They, I, I feel that Bristol City at the minute are kind of going through a bit of a, you know, the people talk about a consolidation season where where they have that bit where they're not going to challenge for playoffs promotion. They're, they're not in the relegation mix. You're kind of having one of them. Is that something that you kind of, was? It, you, you know, were, were you okay with that? Were, were you expecting that, especially with the gaffer coming in as he was? Mm-hmm. I, I am absolutely okay with it as long as there's a plan at the end of it. And I think mm-hmm. over the last decade, we've had so many different plans. Like City mm-hmm. fans will remember the, the the five pillars, which was from the last time we got relegated to League One, where it was shed salary left and right, pick up young players. And those young players formed the basis of our next promotion team. So that was fine. Mm-hmm. And then we abandoned it. We let Lee Johnson spend with absolute reckless abandon. Oh, sorry. Now we need to shed salary again. So there's yeah. we've you know we've been in our consolidation era without truly consolidating. And <laughs> now I feel like you know we have to get it right. We have to with Liam Manning. We have to take a longer term view. What he wants, the kind of player he wants, what kind of team we want to be. 
And I'm going to go off on a quick tangent here because I've got a gripe. Get it, get it off your chest. Now. For me, that like this is this highlights who Bristol City are as a as a team and as a club right now. Last week against QPR, we had a commemorative shirt, commemorative jersey mm-hmm. that we. Uh, I live in North America because I, I call them jerseys. Now. Oh, jerseys now. You're um, a jersey guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so Canadian. Um, <laughs> it was the 50th anniversary shirt. It was awesome. It was really minimal. A bit, bit of a shame that O'Neills make it because O'Neills are god-awful, but fine. Mm-hmm. And they said it was limited edition. It sold out within like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So then they said, oh, we've, we have more demand than we were expecting. We're going to do another limited run. And so you've got thousands upon thousands of people that are trying to buy this thing trying to put money into the club. And the club's going, yeah, we're not going to bother. We're going to do a limited run. And maybe it's logistics. But in which maybe. case, say to us, pre-order it, give us your money, and you'll get it by this date latest. You know, these this is, these are the issues, but they don't. They just go a limited run, and then people miss out. And it's awesome. um, it's a mess. And it is literally... Some old school marketing bullshit. Like, right. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to create producing. demand. Just give me the money. Let me give you my right. money. Right, like, all I want to do is give you that cash in exchange for this garment. Allow me to do so, please. And I'm like, why are we trying to, What to what end are we making this limited edition? Mm -hmm. No, like, Mm -hmm. nobody but Bristol City fans are ever going to give a shit about this jersey. And it's not like like it's going to go out of date, is it? You can just have them sat there in the club shop for as long as you like. They'll be done by Christmas, just buy a few thousand of them. Right. Like, what are they expecting? At some stage, they're going to be in Sotheby's. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're going to be yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, auctioning them off for 25 grand. No. <laughs> Someone's going to put it in their wardrobe for the rest of their lives. No, that, that's, that's it, where I've happen. got many old Jeffrey Wednesday shirts. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me add it to my to my green and lime, purple and lime kit from 1980s, whatever. You know what I mean? Let, let me do that. Let me do that. Right. Let me add it to literally this box. This box is full <laughs> of that crap. Let me add it. And, and just so you can get somebody around your house and go, you see this? Took me ages to get this and then put it back in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know that feeling. I'm, yep. I, know, I, know, I know that one. Um, but listen, I, I can't let you go, Dan, uh, without talking about your chairman because obviously our chairman is very much a um, a point of chagrin with our fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, to put it lightly, mm-hmm. we've now got protests happening. They'll probably It looks like there's going to be one before our game with yourselves. Um but I've always admired from afar what Steve Lansdowne's done for the infrastructure of, of your club from where you've gone and where you've been. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to round this off before I trouble you for a, for a prediction to sort of, you know, to, 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 to tell me the great things that he did and some of the learning processes he's been through. Well, learning, I don't honestly think he's done much because he makes... Well, as he had to, because he, he's dropped a lot out. right, to be fair, as well. Like You know what I mean? Oh, he's, he, spent, he spent a fortune on his team. He spent a fortune on the club. For, for what he's done for the club, I, you cannot fault him. He has kept us float, floating for 20 years. But that's mm. it. Our head's just been above the surface. And we, as fans, we want progression. Um, mm. Now, like, the woe is me act is not going to work for the fans of certain teams whose clubs literally don't exist anymore. And I am... I'm super grateful to the Lansdowns for that. Um, mm. You know, I think we covered last time I was on the show that John Lansdowne once held a door open for me. So that goes a long way, you know. Oh, go, you're the him. daddy now, right? So, so right. that means you're, you're higher up in the social standing than he is, right? Exactly. Exactly. I basically own the club. I don't know. I, you know yep, 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 I'm not sure what legal yep, yep. footing I've got there, but I can take it. <laughs> but um, if somebody had videoed it on their phone, you would right. then be able to... I've got text claim, messages. Right? I text about <laughs> 10 people to tell them. 
<laughs> if that's not that's science, that's just proof. Can't um, can't argue with the law, mate. Can't argue with the law. You can't. You can't. Possessions nine tenths of the law. Some such. So, so, yeah. so jot that down. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like in terms of infrastructure, the stadium looks great. The yeah. training ground looks great. It is just these the same mistakes time and time again in terms of, you know, if you hire Nigel Pearson, don't be surprised when Nigel Pearson is Nigel Pearson. And like, plays he Nigel ain't going to tell you exactly football. what you want to hear. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's not just going to fall in line with every single thing you say if he doesn't agree. So yeah, then yeah. You're, in a, you're in a catch-22. Do you want somebody who does? Or do you want somebody who can find the middle ground between Nigel Pearson and, and just the, the absolute yes man? So mm-hmm. it's it's difficult. The turnover of players has been high, but we have traded pretty well. Like our fans get livid when we when we sell our academy products. You know, mm-hmm. Alex Smith. But you've got a hell of an academy me. there. There's some what the the last one that went. Yeah, to Bournemouth, a Bournemouth of all teams as well. Like no disrespect, yeah, yeah. but you know, I I moved, I lived in Bournemouth for eight years. When we yeah. first moved there, on I was a ten year old. They were outside. The players were outside with collection buckets to keep the fl- club afloat. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for them to go from that to stealing all of our academy products, it's, that was. <laughs> oh, but they, it's not. And you said steal. They paid you something like twenty million quid for him, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I so mean, Scott, it's, a, it's a robbery. It's a robbery. Alex, <laughs> Alex Scott is it, like just an incredible footballer for for championship yeah, level. Yeah. Just so to lose him. With that said, I think Pearson's recruitment in the summer to replace him was reasonably good. Like Jason Knight has fitted him really, really nicely. He looks yeah. like a player. Taylor Gardner Hickman has, has positively contributed as well. Um, mm. So I do think that that softened that particular blow. Um, but yeah, the fans always blame the Lansdowns when we sell our academy products. And it's like the place we are right now, that's what the academy is for. It, you know? it, it's kind of kind of what it is. It, it's like you know, it's like growing right. your own stock to sell in it, essentially. Right, exactly. And the last the last real time before this wave um, was the team from about two thousand one to two thousand four five, where we mm. had Tommy Doherty, Lewis Carey, Matt Hill, Danny Coles, Joe Burnell, like a, just a slew of of um, players that had come from our academy, and they didn't. We could have sold quite a few of those for decent profits for the time, but we stuck mm. with them and never got promotion with that team. They all like pretty much to a man. We sold them onto a team in a division above us, but collectively they couldn't put it together. So yeah. you can see both sides of the argument. If you can get 25 mil for Alex Scott, then in our position, you have to take it. Maybe the next Alex Scott will be in a we position to know we we keep him. Like it's more money. It's worth more money for us to keep him and mm. go for broke promotion wise, rather than, Sell them off for 25, 30 mil. So, yeah. But yeah, but, the Lansdowns always get the blame for that stuff. But boo on them. How do you think it's going to go then? Yeah. How do you think the game's going to go? I think we'll win by the odd goal. It's it's going to be, it's be not going to be a goal fest, is it? It's not going to be a four, no. five nil or a six, six all or something, is it? It's going to be a tight affair. Um, right. I, uh, I can't, and I think it. at some stage we'll, we'll look like we'll throw it away. I think it'll be one of those where we probably go yeah. two goals up. And then on the hour mark, you guys take over. We take an absolute batter and can't complete a pass. 80th yep. minute, you score a goal. And then it's, you know, yeah, yeah. clinging Something on for the rest good. of the time. It's, it's going to be one of them, I think. Yeah, it was, a, it was a ding-dong the last time we played. But anyway, listen, Dan, thanks a lot. I'll let you go back to your Canadian things. And I've just realised I've spoken to you now for about 25 minutes and I've not asked yet, what time is it there? 2.20. 2.20. 2.20.
Well, that, there you are. Now you know what time it is in Canada. Thanks a lot. See you later. <laughs> It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.